What's up, dickheads and dickheaderettes? Dickheaderettes. That's a female dickhead. If you've never seen a female dickhead, consider yourself lucky. I consider myself lucky that I've never seen a female dickhead. Dickhead. How many times can I say dickhead in the first 60 seconds of my podcast? That's a pretty dickhead move, even for a dickhead like me. I think that's seven times. I said dickhead eight times. Anyway, I got something serious to discuss with y'all folks today. You crazy ass people out there crazy and when I say crazy I mean you mother crazies are crazier than crazy is crazy everything keeps getting nuttier every day it's like it's like it's raining almonds and pecans and walnuts and chestnuts and D's nuts and all of it what the hell is wrong with everybody. Firstly, I'm gonna, I'm really, I'm gonna address two things. It's a two for one episode, everybody. You're gonna get rants about two crazy topics for the price of one. One, two rants for one. You ready? You ready for the rambling? I'm a rambling man. First, we're gonna talk about the race war that is supposed to be coming. Why are people promoting this? Anybody, on either side, I have to ask you. Again, I remind everybody, and I do this from time to time, I am Italian, Syrian, and Lebanese when you check my ethnic background. And I'm sure if I got one of those mouth DNA swab tests, there'd be stuff in there that I, you know, I didn't even know about but the last thing this country or anybody really needs is me me someone like me finding out I'm like Native American or something oh my god that would just that would just flip that would just flip everybody on their heads nobody needs that and I don't want that I don't even want to take that test I would never I don't need to know I know what my family's told me, and I'll take them at their word. Syrian, Lebanese, Italian. So, mostly Italian, I guess, because that's a whole half of me. And then there's, like, some Lebanese and Syrian in the other half. So, a a quarter each, I'll say, I guess. I don't know. I think that's how that works. So, that's my ethnic background just to preface for everybody so all you white people and all you black people are crazy to me sometimes and I'm sorry that I'm calling it either race of you people but that's what you are to me you're not my people necessarily we're all Americans but since everybody is hell bent on dividing this shit up by you know, past ethnicities and skin colors. Well, yeah, that's how we're going to have to phrase it then. That's how we're going to have to talk about it because otherwise 
nobody will listen and there needs to at least be a dialogue I would be not doing my job if I if there was no dialogue whatsoever so I've heard it on both sides more so from white people because they seem to be more extremist um, that there's a race war coming apparently I this wasn't something I really knew about till this year I mean, I, I heard about it at the end of eight, 2018, so the past, you know, six months or so, so there's a race war coming, apparently. Apparently, everybody in America is so, so, so fed up with each other between white people and black people and I guess even Mexican people that they're, we're going to have a war. We're going to have a whole war over this. Isn't that nuts? A war. Can you imagine? It's not going to happen. I'm not saying it's it's not going to. I'm saying it's not going to happen. Mark, like, everybody's just. They've got a lot of feelings going on. There's a lot of hubris. Everybody's riling each other up. When you're all in a big group, that gives you all a big confirmation bias. You know, when when you're marching with your tiki torches, if you're a white supremacist or if you're at a big Black Panther meeting, it pretty much doesn't matter. It gives you that same feeling, I'm assuming, of camaraderie and friendship and we're in it for the cause, the kind of shit that I felt during Occupy and during the Ron Paul revolution and to a lesser extent during the Bernie Sanders campaign um you know we it god so the race war we would never want that no logical person would ever want that and I know I've said on this podcast before that nobody wants another civil war well nobody wants a war of any kind war is bad especially internally you know like I, I know that it that war historically has been known to boost economies and has solved a few problems here and there and you know the good guys win sometimes and blah 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 whoop de woo but we don't want a war in our own country like we don't want that Especially because it'll just be us fighting us again, like I always say. Because rich people aren't going to come down out of their ivory towers. They are going to fund, they'll fund it. I'm sure the people over at Lockheed Martin and Smith and Wesson and uh, Ruger and all these companies that make ammunition and uh, vehicles of war and, and missiles and, you know there'd be military i'm sure you know i'm sure all the people who are going to make money would love for it to happen but they're not going to participate either than to be war profiteers and and they won't be um prosecuted necessarily either probably not at all that that just doesn't seem to happen war profiteer profiteering has existed since war has existed and it, it will likely always exist because there's always money to be made off of selling ammunition and guns and tanks and helicopters, what have you. So 
you have all these companies, right? Halliburton is another one, whoop-de-woo-woo. And you probably even have like the private security companies would be involved. Again, this would be an internal thing. So there's all kinds of people who would make all kinds of money, but the people dying would not. They would be poor people. They would be regular soldiers. They would be, you know, security contractors, the grunts. They would be grunts. They would be minions of the rich. The rich would run the war and the poor would fight it. Just how it all, that's how it always goes. And it's how it always has gone. It's how it always will go. So a race war is ridiculous. You'd basically have rich people of all colors would just laugh. They would just sit around laughing at you while you fought each other. They'd be like, look at these white trash idiots and these ignorant people of color fighting each other just like we probably planned for them to do you know they'd probably love it if we if everybody just killed each other off that would probably be they'd probably love that they would just get you know they have bunkers they have they have all that shit we don't have that shit i have a pistol at my house and about 200 rounds, maybe 250 rounds, and that's it. Like, and that's probably more even than the average Californian for sure. It's crazy. Why would we go to war with ourselves? Like, people, innocent people, women, children would die. It would be terrible. And yet, everybody's like, the race war is coming, the race war is coming, the race war is coming. Like, why? Why even put that out into the universe? Again, I don't think it's really coming. I think it's all just bravado. But why even bother? And I'm pretty sure, and I'm looking at the white people on this one, because I'm pretty sure they're the ones who keep bringing this shit back race war and then black people just are reacting like well if you come at us we're gonna fucking come at you which makes sense you know like I was watching the Charleston protests videos and god there was a guy that was firing into the crowd live ammo it looked at least it looked like live ammo to me some white militia guy and I didn't see him get arrested. I did nothing. Who knows? He could be a government agent for all we know. But if there's like, you know, if the right hate crime takes place, it can kick something off that we don't really want. Anybody. Nobody, especially people who aren't black or white. (laughs) Like, holy shit. A war on home soil. That would be just... That would be the worst possible thing that could ever happen. That That's like... That's it. That's the worst thing that could happen. We would decimate ourselves. And I'm not talking about a new civil war where there'd be like clear sides either. It would just be bombings in the streets. It would just... It would be chaos because it would be a race war which is nonsense to begin with 
So you're, it wouldn't, you know, and then the military would try to take control of things and that would just, so many people would die. That's the bottom line. So much death and for what? So everybody can have a prejudicial dick measuring contest? That is crazy to me that anyone would even put that possibility out into the universe or people that advocate for it are even nuttier. You guys should, you guys, there's a special place in hell reserved for people advocating a race war in the United States. And I am not afraid to say that. You have your place in hell, sirs and ma'ams. Fuck you. The second thing that I'd like to address, and it's, I'm going to address this a little more, a little, I'm going to address this. It's Scientology. Scientology. I've been watching a show called Going Clear with Leah Ramini. And Leah Ramini grew up in the Church of Scientology. And I can't think of any reason she would have to make any of this crap up. And David Miscavige, who's the guy who runs Scientology, is a nut bar. So it's it all falls right in line. And now, um, I'm not trying to offend their church or their religion, but some of their practices sound pretty harsh and pretty awful. Like, the disconnection policy thing. Like, how are you going to... You're separating families because one person doesn't buy into your Scientology to your religion like Christians don't like do that Jews don't do that Mormons do it to an extent but not like not like Scientologists apparently and the money god the money they've extorted from people like have you ever seen what a Scientology e-meter looks like I want you to look it up on Google right now you are going to uh, laugh to death when you see what this thing looks like that's supposed to be recording your thoughts and helping save you and ta- helping you take control of your body and the universe and other spiritual beings and oh my good gracious and it's all based in the writings of a man who I just found out wrote the most Fiction, like may he made up the most stuff ever. He is the most prolific fiction writer in the history of ever. He made up more stories than anybody, which is not a like that's not a bad thing. It's when it gets turned into a religion and people start getting abused and exploited and essentially robbed. And followed by private investigators and doxxed on the internet and all kinds of terrible things that then it becomes a problem when a cult is seen as an actual religion and given tax exempt status and then it's a problem. I don't mind L. Ron Hubbard. I think L <laughs> I think his writing was good. I think he was kind of a funny guy. I'm not a fan of taxes personally, so his little tax evasion thing doesn't bother me at all. I think that's hilarious. He was like, you know what? Screw you. 
I'm going to go to international waters and your taxes can suck on my left ball. I think that's funny and great and awesome. But I think what's happened to Scientology is terrible. When you listen to David Miscavige's father describe what Scientology was 50 years ago compared to now, it sounds like it actually wasn't a terrible thing back in like the 60s and 70s. Again, when Hubbard would have been alive. Like, they sound kind of like they, 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 they were like a community service group, essentially. And I'm assuming that the fees went up as L. Ron Hubbard went out. Because, <laughs> uh, you know, tax-exempt status was gotten to Scientology by David Miscavige. The guy who runs it now. The guy who supposedly orders people to beat people. I mean, it's terrible what they're... What, what, if, if what they say about him is true, and I can't say that it is because I don't have any definitive proof, it would be terrible. It would make him the Antichrist, in my opinion. It would mean he, he essentially beats people... It would mean he sexually abuses people. It would mean he has slave labor camps. What, in my opinion, sound like slave labor camps. Like, I guess they get paid 15 bucks a week and they sign contracts. And this is what Leah Ramini was talking about. They sign contracts that are not only for this life, but just in case they get reincarnated, they're still obligated to the Church of Scientology, which, you know, that they signed it. I would never sign something like that. But then again, it was said in multiple documentaries that they don't let you read anything that you're signing anyway, which is shady as hell. That's just shady. That's just, and, and they're, you know, I'm not going to go after them for that because they're not alone in that. There are a ton of businesses and people and lawyers and or all kinds of shit where they won't tell you what you're signing. You st stop them and be like, I'm reading this. There is nothing illegal about reading a contract before you sign it. In fact, you're stupid if you don't. That's in my opinion. You're ridiculously stupid if you don't read everything that you sign. Except for internet agreements. I don't, you know... That shit is so long that if they're going to sell my soul, then they sold it already, probably. So, oh well. But everything else, like, you would catch me dead signing something I hadn't read. They could sign, you could be signing anything, literally, a billion year contract. That's nuts. Like, I guess they get a little apartment and stuff and a little, but they work non-stop is what is being said for 15 bucks a week they work like damn near tw 24 hours a day that's crazy that's slave wages that's and it's all on scientology business and the only people that make it to the higher levels are people who are super rich and that's known that's widely known they admitted to that they charge it's char like you even their e-meter costs like five grand. Ramini was saying when you screw up, you have to go in and get interrogated. And then you pay for the time for the interrogation. That's nuts. That anyone would stick around for this is nuts. Which is why 
I believe the stories that people are not allowed to leave. That there are people being kept against their will. Because I don't think anybody in their right mind would stick around for this. This kind of abuse. This kind of not stuff that they're talking about. Especially... And there's no, no, nobody has any reason to lie about Scientologists. They didn't lie about them back before. When Hubbard was alive, when nothing nutty was going on. And then there's this whole thing where David Miscavige's wife has been missing since 2006. And no one's looked into it. How is that even possible? No one's looked into it at all. It's, it's weird, man. The whole Church of Scientology is weird to me. And I, I hope... Don't say... I, I don't have any intentions against them. I don't give a damn. People are going to do and believe what they want no matter what I say. I don't... If you want to send people after me for this podcast, I guess feel free, you assholes. But there's, you know... Prepare to be met by the gun by the gun barrel of a nine millimeter. I'll put it that way. This is still America. Still have my Second Amendment rights. I can still defend myself, and you people are not above the law. That is some weirdo shit that goes on over there. Even if only half of it's true, it's weird. Even if only a quarter of it's true, it's weird. And more importantly it's unethical and if they really have these like labor camps where people are working for slave wages that is awful that is like some stuff that's been swept under the rug way too far and should be and should be exposed they should have the show on A&E that they had it's called Going Clear by the way it's worth watching it's on YouTube <laughs> Uh, it's the woman from the King of Queens and then another high again again these people who are making these accusations are high up members of the church who left so that it makes me feel like even more inclined to believe this stuff so Scientology is fucked up folks fucked up like do not give them money do not get involved stay far away from those people Like, I know where their church is in San Francisco. I stay far away from it. I don't think they have one in Oakland. I would be so surprised if they do. That would suck. But, again, a lot of their buildings are purported to be empty anyway. And, and honestly, San Francisco's Scientology spot looks empty all the time. It's weird. What a coincidence, right? What a weird fucking coincidence. Anyway, so Scientology, bad. Race wars, bad. All that, bad, 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 bad. Fuck you, America. What the hell is wrong with you people? Act right. This has been Life According to Scas. Go fuck yourselves.